Hey guys, we're here from Apotheca Marketing. Recently, Google announced that they are doing away with Google Optimize, their A-B testing tool. And we're gonna take a look at why that might be and whether you should be using a similar tool or not. Let's take a look. All right, so Google just announced that in September, they're gonna be doing away with their free A-B testing tool, Google Optimize. So this tool's been around since 2012 or so. Um, and it's a great way to run easy experiments on your website to help improve conversion rates. So it had a drag and drop editor, kind of WYSIWYG. If you had a hypothesis about what may or may not be working on your site, you can run an experiment and then see which version, which A, B or C version of your site actually performs better. So why is Google doing away with this? Well, I think there's really two reasons. I think this is part of Google's continuing push to move away from free tools and to start to monetize them. And we're seeing this with things like GA4 and their data throttling with Looker Studio and their push to getting people to use data warehouse, getting you to store your data in um, or in their um, BigQuery tool, um, which is a paid tool. And so, you know, pushing people to start to you know, kind of get the idea of paying for these free tools. So I think that's one thing. I think they're doing away with this because it's free. They may or may not in the future release a paid version. The other reason I think that Google's doing away with Google Optimize is that for many companies that are small to medium-sized businesses, I don't think they're doing a lot of testing. And, the you know, so there is a, a you know, the market for this tool is really that sweet spot of small to medium companies because it is free and because it doesn't have a lot of the, you know, functionality and capabilities of some of the, the pay for testing tools, you know, like Optimizely and, and other tools like that, Adobe experience, um, those types of tools. So, you know, there's, there's a reason I think that a lot of those small to medium sized companies aren't doing testing. And I think it's a combination. It's it's one, they don't know about it. They don't really understand testing. Um, I think two, they're, you know, not running good tests. And we'll talk about that in a little more detail. And then three, I don't think they get the traffic. And so, you know, there's not the statistical significance for, um, you know, to really verify whether the test results of something are, um, you know, accurate. So let's take a little bit more of a deeper dive into some of those issues and we'll see whether maybe testing is right for you or not. And if it's something that you should be doing. All right. So when you're setting up an AV test, essentially you have a hypothesis about what are some of the things that will help to increase conversion rate on your site. And we've done a lot of testing for our clients over the years. I was involved with testing programs for nationwide and for other large national uh, companies like that, and they test everything, especially their landing pages. If they're coming from, you know, if you're coming from a paid search ad, where are you landing people? If you're coming from an email campaign, they, you know, will test that landing page and your experience to ideally improve conversion. So there's no reason that you can't be doing that too with all of your campaigns. What can you be doing to increase conversion? A lot of times what those experiments will will involve are things like a call to action. Um, maybe it's a button, you know, that has, uh, you know, instead of click here, it would have save money now, or maybe instead of a button, it's a phone number. Maybe that works better. Um, definitely 
you know, headlines of copy, the amount of copy, um, pictures, whether it's a woman or a man or a family, um, whether they're looking at the button or if they're doing something active, um, you know, color of buttons, color of backgrounds, um, copy length. The other thing that we tested a lot over the years is types of promotions. So do people respond better to a percentage off promotion or a flat number? So instead of saying 10% off, maybe say they'll save 50% if they buy X amount, you know, which of those works better? Does free shipping work better than percentage off? Um, so those are all valid hypotheses. And, you know, is there something that is going to trigger um, significantly more conversions if you change that on your page? This is also a really good tool over the years where we may have opinions about creative or opinions about promotions or calls to action. Maybe you have an executive or a client who, you know, really thinks that it should be something that you don't agree with. Well, running an A-B test is a great way to say, hey, using best practices, using design, you know, uh, knowledge and or knowing our customers better, um, you know, you can, we think that this is going to work better. And so you can answer those questions. You can say, hey, you know, the, the idea that you had is, was not right. And so we're going to see what works better. The other thing that I think that comes from this is, is, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily have great hypotheses. They, they might be testing something that is, um, not different enough to really impact the testing. They might be testing too far away from the conversion. And so what I mean by that is that, you know, somebody's running a test on the homepage and you're selling widgets. What is the length of, you know, time between the homepage and actually getting to a widget page, is that homepage really going to impact that multi-step process of actually purchasing that product? So are you too far away from it? Um, you know, and what happens is that you, you don't see necessarily a big enough lift to be able to determine whether those homepage changes really had an impact. And so that test might not be as valid because it's just not having the impact that you would hope to see. So the conversion rate just isn't going up. And you see that a lot of times. So, you know, testing something too far away from the actual conversion is going to impact that. And you may have to run it a lot longer, or there may be some very valid questions about just what the impact of that was. Is it really going to change whether somebody purchases from you or not? So, you know, how you set the test up is also critical. And so a lot of people, you know, just aren't asking the right questions or making the variations different enough to really answer questions. And then once you have answered a question, so say something, you know, one in an AB test, is that something that you can then use for other promotions and other campaigns and other landing pages? Because if it's just that test and it doesn't have a takeaway that you can apply to other creative, then you may have answered that test, but it's not giving you any knowledge to how to impact your, your conversion rates and how to, you know, use that going forward. So, for instance, if you find after repeated testing that having a person on that landing page always increases conversion rate, well, you know that most of your landing pages probably have a person, um, that, you know, maybe your email should have a person. And so you can answer, uh, critical questions about your creative and about your, uh, marketing guidelines that you can then say, this is a learning that we've had from testing. 
After running a series of tests, we found that these are the key elements that always seem to lift conversion. You can start creating better landing pages. So not doing that is one of the reasons I think some testing programs will fail. People aren't testing variations that are dramatic enough. They're testing too far away from conversion and they're not testing stuff that they can then apply to other things. So setting up a good test is a, you know, critical involving a company that has experience doing that or were uh, employees who have experience doing that is, is often extremely helpful so that you can make sure that you're setting up a valid test. A lot of companies are get frustrated if they don't have a valid test, they're going to run a whole series of campaign or landing pages and experiments and not see a real lift to it and think that testing doesn't work. And so I think that's one reason why a lot of companies will, will dip their toe into testing. They'll walk away from it thinking it doesn't work. Um, and they don't try it anymore. The other big hurdle for a lot of companies for testing is reaching statistical significance. And what is statistical significance? Well, that's essentially having enough volume of conversions and traffic to reach a point where you can be at least 95% sure that the winning element of that test is, is true that that is an accurate you know 95 percent sure sureness that, that that is what is impacting the conversion increase and so there's a whole statistical uh science behind this but essentially you know it is making sure that if you have two versions that you have the right amount of traffic that you have the right number of conversions to to reach a statistical significance and sometimes that takes a long time. So you're not talking about insignificant numbers. Um, and I think this is where a lot of people fall down, especially I've seen this in email programs where, um, a small to medium sized company will be like, Hey, we want to run a test on the subject line. Well, that's a great idea and it's a valid test. And the problem is, is that if they have a too small of an email list, they're not going to ever reach statistical significance because you know, you can't be just because something won that test, if it if it falls below that 95% threshold of statistical significance, then you're not sure that that's really what impacted that email. And if you have a relatively small email list, you're never going to reach that. So the testing is just, you might as well flip a coin at that point because you may see initial results in a test that looks like a certain version is really going to win. But when you truly run it through the full life um, span of that test, you'll see the other variation sometimes, you know, comes ahead. Um, so you really have to run it for a period of time to a broad audience um, and, you know, get that target number. Um, you know, and we, we see that too with segments, but, you know, segmenting tests, like testing something with a specific customer audience is extremely useful. So you can understand if that, that one persona in your marketing, uh, plan is behaves differently than another, or if there's certain types of buyers that behave differently, that testing can be super important. But if you have already a small list and now you're segmenting it, you're reducing the amount of people that are going to see that. And it's going to possibly never be able to reach significance or it's going to take months. And so, you know, that is a huge hurdle. So how do you know if your 
testing is you know going to be right for you and how do you know that you can hit that statistical significance well uh there's a number of testing tools out there um companies like optimizely and a few other sites have calculators that you can use and so for instance if you look at um you know an assumption so say you have a baseline conversion rate of a two percent and you're hoping that your test is going to get you to um you know say a a 30 percent increase in um uh in test you know lift of your conversion rate so if you increase that by 30 percent 30 and you want a 95 percent um statistical significance your sample per variation according to optimizes calendar you're going to need 8500 uh people per variation um now let's increase that if you if you or decrease that so if you have a one percent conversion rate so say your conversion rate is relatively low and you want a lift of keep it at 30 percent you want to have a 95 percent statistical significance you're going to need 19,000 people per variation so if you have an a b test that's nineteen thousand for each version if you have an a b c test that's nineteen thousand per version so if you're not getting that kind of traffic or if it takes you a long time to get that traffic your test could either one just never really fully um, get to that 95 percent level or it's going to take weeks months uh before you see that now if you expand that to an even greater percentage, like 98%, you're going to need, you know, 19,000. Um, now say that your baseline conversion is higher and you have, you know, uh, you only want to increase it by 20%. You're going to need, so if you have a 3% conversion rate and you want to lift your effect by 20%, you're going to need 13,000 people per variation. And so, um, you know, that can sometimes be a hurdle that, that some companies just aren't, aren't reaching. Um, the other thing is that, you know, people often don't let these tests run long enough. So even if you've hit statistical significance, so say you were at, you get a lot of traffic, you have a lot of conversions on your site, you're running a test and, um, you've hit those numbers, those recommended numbers. The ideally you're going to run it for longer than a week. So, you know, we want to see at least a week, uh, where you have your weekend traffic as well as your daytime traffic. And ideally, you know, maybe a couple weeks so that you see any kind of seasonal variations or if just one week is an anomaly that you've kind of, you know, made sure that you're covering that. Cause one of the things that we see too often is people are, they want to pull the trigger on their decision and they want to, you know, just show the winning page because they don't want to risk losing any conversions because those people seeing the losing version aren't converting. Right. So they don't want to lose income and they don't want to lose those customers, which totally understandable. But what it doesn't take into consideration is those weekly variations. Do you have a different type of traffic on the weekends? Do you have different types of people that maybe shop on a Monday compared to shopping on a Friday? And so those are all, you know, valid, changes that can happen during the week. So something on a Monday or Tuesday that looks like it's winning is not necessarily going to win for the rest of the week. And so you want to let it run for at least that time period. 
Um, again, so you've reached statistical significance, but you want to make sure that, you know, it's actually getting all of the different types of customers that you have and it's sampling those customers. So those are some of the main reasons I think that, you know, we've seen, um, impact on, you know, testing programs and whether people think that they're valid or not. You know, if people get really frustrated, if they have to run a test for a month and they're still not seeing results, that might or might not be a good program for you. It might be something that, you know, the executives aren't willing to wait. You're not quite sure of the data, that type of thing. So while testing can be incredibly um, useful for your company, I mean, we've worked with clients where we see incredible increases in their conversion rate. They get extremely valuable insights into how their customers are shopping, how they respond, what creative resonates better with customers, um, you know, whether, um, you know, certain colors resonate better. Um, so it can be extremely valuable um, and can absolutely change your company and be able to bring in a lot more revenue for what you're spending on your marketing programs and the effort that you're putting in you can really craft and design those tests. But for many small and medium-sized companies, either they're not you know, structuring their tests correctly, they're not able to reach statistical significance, or they're not waiting long enough. Um, and so it looks like it's not working for them. And if you are a small company and you know, you're, you are relatively low volume of traffic, it might not work for you. Now, I will have a caveat to that in that there are tools on the market that do claim to be able to model using various statistical um, calculations and, and tools that they can use smaller audience numbers. Um, you know, just as a rule of thumb in, in my past, we, we typically tried to reach about a hundred conversions per, um, you know, test. So per, per variation of a test. So if you have two, you know, um, samples you want to get at least 100 conversions for each of those samples um it's not a hard and fast rule it's, it's just tended to be what we saw as being more accurate and so if you can reach that then maybe testing is right for you and those conversions don't necessarily have to be a sale it could be interacting with your you know landing page it could be watching a video um, it could be clicking on something uh, making a phone call um, so it doesn't have to be purchasing an item, you know, you are the one setting the criteria for what creates a, or what makes a successful test. You know, what is your conversion? Um, you know, ideally it's not just clicking through on a banner image on the homepage, right? Like this, I don't know what the perceived value of that is, but you know, so it's structuring that test that something meaningful is a conversion for you that you can measure. So maybe you don't have the volume for people purchasing, but you do have the volume for people engaging in your content. It all depends on your business needs. So what tools will we be using uh, since Google's tool is going away? And by the way, they did mention that they may at some point um, integrate and optimize a like tool with GA4, their analytics platform. Who knows? what the timing on that will be, if it actually happens, or if it will be some sort of paid version, um, we don't know. Uh, the reason we like to use Optimize uh, was largely because it was free. It was not a particularly sophisticated tool. Um, the editor, it does 
isn't great. Like it lets you do simple tests very easily. Um, but it did integrate with Google Analytics, which was nice because it, it you could pull in segments and you could pull in audiences and you could, you know, do all that kind of stuff. So that integration was very nice. Um, but what will we be using going forward? Well, there's a number of tools on the market and it really depends on your budget. Um, I think Optimizely is one of the the big ones out there that a lot of people are familiar with. Um, there's, you know, obviously if you have um, a uh, larger budget, you know, the Adobe tools um, are, are very nice. Um, they do have, you know, um, a lot of built-in personalization and that type of thing. Um, many landing page um, tools will have um, built-in testing and many email tools have built-in testing. And so it really depends on what you're doing. You don't need a standalone testing tool necessarily if you're using um, you know, something like Unbounce or something like that for a landing page development tool that has it built in. Some CMSs have some A-B testing functionality built in automatically. Um, so it really depends on what you're um, looking for, how um, you know, sophisticated your testing needs to be. If, for instance, if you need to run a uh, multivariate test, that might be something that you know, your tools, um, more simple tools, uh, are not going to be able to do. Um, but you know, uh, Adobe target, um, crazy egg is another one that is very popular in the industry. Um, so, you know, it really depends on your budget and what your goals are. But if you're interested in increasing your conversion rate, if you want to answer design questions, um, or assumptions that people have about design, then testing is absolutely a great way to do that. It can solve a lot of ongoing conversations and, you know, it takes kind of the gut feel out of some of the marketing decisions that get made about websites and their design and landing pages. Um, you know, there's obviously best practices, but, um, too many times I think people just have a gut feeling about like, well, our customers don't want this or our customers want that. And you don't know until you test it. So, you know, you can absolutely answer those questions with a valid, good test that's going to show you, you know, with a 95 plus percent, um, you know, statistical rate to what really works and what's going to convert your customers. So if you're doing testing, we'd love to hear about it. If you're interested in testing, we'd love to talk to you about that as well. And if this has been helpful, you know, give us a like, subscribe. And, uh, you know, in your, in the comments below, we'd love to hear about what you've done for testing and what has worked and not worked for you. And we'll talk to you again soon. Have a good one.